baby. I got some kind of bug in my ear. What were you on fire about? Tom, did you really get bit earlier? Were you on fire? Yeah, something fucking, I don't know bit what the, the fuck it was. Yeah. I thought you were having a fit on us. Like, thought I was having, uh, thought I was possessed by the devil. Just a little fit. Okay. I got to get levels here. First time recording outside. I don't know what we're going to pick up here. It's going to be real folksy. Yeah. Uh, don't mess with Mr. In-Between. This is lovely. This is so nice. Yeah, how did this... What how have we, we never done this before? We are all together. The band is back together. In real life. IRL. IRL. Outside on Terrence's porch. We've got... Perfectly spaced. Got citronella. Candles rolling. Yep. Cats. Yeah, we're candle lit. You can hear frogs behind us. It's 10 p.m. That's right. You can hear frogs. Man, I've missed the fucking mountains. The mountains are calling and I must go. Oh, God. <laughs> Cram it, John. Yeah, so have you thought about my question at all? Have you, since coming back, have you felt a change in your blood? Uh, is this... <laughs> this is in, my uh, ancestral your, homeland. Your diabetes <laughs> level. <laughs> I can barely... As we all know, these lands were founded originally by the Scots-Irish and nobody else, so... <laughs> If you're um, confused as to why uh, Bishop Sexton's mouth is a little muffled, it's because he refuses to take <laughs> off that mask. And, and to be honest with you, I've been hanging around you for about four hours now, five hours, and I've still never seen your mouth. So No. Best that way. You've got a good Wilson home improvement thing going on. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and we just had a photo shoot. He would not take it off for a photo shoot. Would not. I'm trying to protect y'all. Yeah. I guess I'll have to turn yours up. I've a been little. in the germ-ridden metropole. Y'all yeah. been out here in the holler, in the highways, and the byways, ducking it. We we appreciate you. You know, we, I didn't think about it. We're up to 17 like cases now in Letcher County. It's yeah. on the cover of the paper. We're up to Which means we cases. probably have like 70 cases. Well, Listen to this shit. Listen <laughs> to this shit. This is kind of wild to think about. Like this is all you like. You sound like Kanye through the wire. <laughs> Man, they tried to sew me up. <laughs> <laughs> they tried to stop me from rapping, huh? Ah, <laughs> uh, it's relevant, really. What's weird is, I was talking to a friend of mine, and he was like, he has an uncle that lives in uh, Garrett, Floyd County. Yeah, and he said that. Um, his uh, grandmother, Peggy, well, I guess that'd be his great uncle, like whatever your grandmother's brother is, like great uncle? Yeah. Okay. Great uncle. Oh, yeah, thanks. It said they went there for a family, um, like a funeral. Somebody had died and uh, said that, that that they were just like walking up and hugging her and all that kind of stuff. And then like when she was like saying, you know, uh, you know, back up a little bit and all that stuff, they were like offended, like, why? why? Yeah. And then... As it turned out, this was in in April. They were like a virus going around. Oh wow! But, but there's people like up in the hall that just don't have TV that live like <laughs> they didn't know. They had never had never heard of coronavirus. Wow! So you're lying. Hand to God. <laughs> there ain't a, no way. Hand to God had never heard of coronavirus. Dude, don't let these New York Times reporters get a hold of that. Do you realize what that information would do oh in the wrong God, hands? I know. <laughs> and then, like that, then like all the New York Times reporters would come down here and give them all COVID. <laughs> Truly. Oh man. I know. My friend was joking the other day that she uh, she was out 
uh, on a joy ride around Pike County where she lives, and she turned up a hauler she hadn't been up before. And she said, the pictures I took up there, if gotten a hold of by the New York Times. <laughs> be over. She said, it'd be on the fucking cover of National Geographic. So this is like a few weeks ago, and she's driving up this hauler she's never been. And it's, of course, there's like a strip mine at the head of it. And she said, she's never seen anything like this. There, Like every five feet, there was a huge sign that says, do not touch the water. Like it was that bad. Oh, nice. I, t- I, I was like, we got to figure out where this is and go back. But she said, of course, like she gets up to the head of the hauler and it's like mostly trailers. And then she, there's just like a bunch of little black girls riding their bicycle down the street, duck down the hauler. So this is like where black people live here. It's like at the head of the, of the most polluted hauler in Pike County. She was just like, this will be on the cover. <laughs> yeah. They love this. Well, it's this like is fucking that, insane. It's like that thing we read about last week. Um, about how the reclamation fund was going out of money. Um, <laughs> yeah, and how it has a, it's just been a joke this whole time. Right, right, right. I mean, it's that shit. It's, uh, it's that shit. It's that shit. Are you getting used to the sound of my voice in person again, it's Tom? that shit. You know, we're just like riding a bike. Are you, um, yeah. Tom, you did a lot of things today. Today you were in a car for the first time in months. <laughs> <laughs> I was. It was like I was, um, it's like exposure therapy, you know, like, like um, what's that movie? Is it What About Bob? Not What About Bob. I'm glad it's a good one. You've been an honest-to-God shut-in this whole, t- the last four months, five months. I mean, we prefer reclusive in the community. Oh, gosh, gotcha. okay. <laughs> My bad. But yes, essentially, yes, I have been a shut-in. <laughs> I've been carless. I've, I haven't driven a car since January. It's crazy. So It's weird, you know. Well, here you are. Um, welcome back. Thanks. Whitesburg's native son, <laughs> prodigal son, has returned. We're back. The mountains called and I came. <laughs> the mountains are man, Terrence. That's right. Um, well, so speaking of the mountains we all love so much, um, let's get right down to the topic everybody wants to talk about, which is Wendell Berry suing. Oh, God. <laughs> Is that what everybody wants to talk about? Wendell Berry. <laughs> Wendell ben- Berry. So Qu- boring. Canceled? Question mark. Boring. Old white man upset over old painting. I thought you might use that old canner, Tanya. That's why I came <laughs> with the heat. I got an argument against that. Okay. Let me ask you a question. You're a white woman. You can shed some light on this. <laughs> Do y'all like to trot out the old white man thing just to kind of like, you know, kind of social distance from the, your own scrutiny coming to your wife <laughs> old white men have made my life extremely miserable so yeah i have every interest in distancing myself from them wow interesting interesting i've it's a ru- it's rough i'm just saying that you know it's you mean i should have to answer for wendell to win, for wendell berry no i don't think you should have to answer for <laughs> wendell berry i'm just saying that as like, a kentuckian yes you should have as, to. Well, as a people will expect yes. you to for sure well, I mm. hadn't even heard about the mural before he sued. Yeah. Okay. I had neither. So Tom has seen it in person. I've seen it. I, they, when I was in school, though, they were talking about taking that thing down. That's been eons ago. And I guess, yeah, it has been, Tom. Thanks for the reminder. <laughs> uh, when I was a young wildcat, there was a, a, a lot of talk about it. And I think, I guess the rub is that 
it's supposed to be like uh, the history of Kentucky, like through the generations or whatever. And there's like uh. character, caricaturish like portrayals of like natives and slaves oh, yeah. and so forth. And I think that's like the thing that um, I'm not sure. Maybe there is something, some other thing about it that's that's out there. And it's like, um, yeah, I don't. So why does Wendell like it so much? Well, I think what it is is Tanya, his wife, not to be confused with his friend, you, uh, <laughs> his close personal friend, you, uh, yeah, I think one of her relatives was the painter of it or something like that. Uh, what if this solidifies Wendell Berry as, for future generations, like this becomes the act he's known for, like, you know, sort of like... It's it becomes such a big thing that it dwarfs all of his literature output, and so one day, in a uh, hundred years or hundred fifty years, when the name Wendell Berry is so toxic, it's almost like bringing up Hitler. Yeah. Someone oh op- someone opens up his book and is looking through it and it's like special thanks, Tanya Turner. Right to me. Oh my. My God, God Tanya. <laughs> Wait, is this why y'all brought this up? Did you really think no. that I should answer for Wendell Berry? No, I was just... Well, listen, you're the one that uh, did the sit-in at the governor's mansion with his office, and I've never done a sit-in with Wendell Berry. Well, that's before he was canceled. <laughs> well... I've been canceled many times since then. Um, Well, uh, it, it almost... It's funny, because before we get too far away from what you were saying, Terrence... <laughs> It's like it's almost like our own local Noam Chomsky with the letter thing. Like Noam's in the fourth yes. quarter of life, and now very. the letters, the letters, what he's going to be known for. Very, very similar, Tom. Wait, yeah. I don't know this. What are the letters? Well, there, well, there was a a letter. Uh, oh, was it in Harper's this week? Yeah, it's in uh, in Harper's, uh, the publication oh Harper's. God. Perhaps you read it down at the local salon. Uh-huh. Um. There was a letter about free speech and open debate, and uh, it was signed by all of our greatest intellectual luminaries of the uh, of the day, such as David Frum, and Applebaum, Barry Weiss, <laughs> Barry Weiss and Noam Chomsky. Noam um, Chomsky. None of these names may mean anything to you, and if not, it's t- it is. Well, I know Noam Chomsky. Right. <laughs> God, <laughs> but <laughs> I ain't been under a rock, Jesus. Well, you were looking at me. <laughs> well, I don't know Barry. <laughs> no, you don't. Oh, yeah, now she don't know Wendell Barry. <laughs> no, you said. Oh, you you meant Wendell Barry. <laughs> oh, Barry Wise. Barry Wise. Barry Wise. Right. Yeah, I don't right. know him. <laughs> Wendell Barry <Her>. Wise. <laughs> Wendell Barry Wise is a good character to think about. Wendell Barry Wise. <laughs> okay, well, what what were the letters? It was a letter. I didn't even read it. They were they were upset essentially about you know the cancel culture and the withering away of. They're on a Trump beat. No, 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 no. It's like they, kind of actually. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I guess that's not unfair to say. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the, the the discourse in around um, this has become so muddled. I don't know. I don't know. The discourse around cancel culture, because once we covered it on the Patreon on Sunday, but on Sunday, Trump had the speech about it. And I remember saying to you guys, like, doesn't this kind of seem like an online like phenomenon? Like weird internet stuff? <laughs> yeah, like, like Tumblr has hit DC <laughs> all of a sudden? Exactly. Yes, exactly. And, and um, It's like Noam suddenly. But then a few days later, yes, Noam Chomsky and a lot of other 
N- Nell Irvin Painter was on it, who I've loved. Interesting. Yeah, she's a great writer. I've read a lot of her. We should have books. never taught the old the boomers how to TikTok. <laughs> this is the problem. Well, now, now they're taking TikTok. Encouraging intergenerational shit, bad idea. It's come back to haunt us. I don't know, man. I love the olds. <laughs> There's nothing I love more than hanging out Dairy Queen with those guys. <laughs> those olds. God, a that's a wis- very specific. A lot of wisdom in that room. <laughs> I really love the old lesbians in my life. And you know what's crazy? <laughs> I have all these fucking kids five years younger than me calling me mom. If I called one of my friends who are 50 plus years old mom, they would fucking die. They would not take that well. Why am I being called mom? <laughs> <laughs> because to them, you're an adult now. You're one of the people with all the other. I think it's because I'm fat. I think this is fat phobic. <laughs> <laughs> Could be. Interesting. I don't it's know. You curves. do have a maternal quality. Yeah, you know, you, you eat a little more ant than mom. It's the tits. It's true, you do. But that is your own branding. The well, branding. I am an ant, but not their aunt. Um, speaking of the old men at Dairy Queen, I would really like to, um, n- in next edition's Har- Harper... I want to see a letter from the six old men in the back of Dairy Queen. <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> on cancel culture. <laughs> on cancel culture. Those are the guys who, whose opinion I actually literally want. I bet they do have <laughs> opinions about. What's well, crazy is in small towns you really do have to put up with the like the worst behavior, and then you just still have to deal with these people. I mean, we we've done a fairly good job of cutting out some shitty people, but I still yeah. run into them. I still have to like. Fucking acknowledge them at parties sometimes, and well, I mean, I, I do it genuinely like to know. I mean, even if it's batshit insane, I just really want to know what it is. Well, I wanna know, what want about to know what is <laughs> their opinion on cancel oh, culture. God. Here's what I want to know. I want to know. It would be hilarious is if the guy at the funeral that hadn't heard of coronavirus but had heard of cancel culture. <laughs> You know oh what I mean? Oh my God! Come but on! But there's a virus going around. I yeah, that don't. virus is cancel culture, my friends. <laughs> it's a pandemic. It is possible, Tom. It is by like if someone is there, is only, there a guy only there? gets his news <laughs> from he has to. It's like his has grandson. Yes. Actually, I think this disproves Ray's law for the first time. You cannot have heard of coronavirus. You cannot have heard of cancel culture, but, but not, not coronavirus. coronavirus. I don't know. This is very that's something that could not happen. <laughs> There's no way. Absolutely. I, no here's way. a here's a way it could happen. Okay. Let's say. Let's say you you. Okay. Here here we go. Okay. Let's say you live in a cave or a, a coal mine. We'll say you live in a coal uh, mine under a rock. You live oh. under. <laughs> under a mountain of rocks. Under a mountain of rocks. You live under a big mountain of rocks, and. For one day, uh, you get some really bad rash, and you have to walk into town to Walmart. And as you're doing that, it happens to be on July 4th, right at about 6 p.m., and someone's radio is on, and they're driving by, and he hears Trump just saying... These cancel it's kiss cancel culture, folks. This is what's tearing America apart. And he's just like, Wow. Oh my god. <laughs> and so he's like, I've I've not heard anything else in the last six months. Because the president is talking about cancel culture instead of coronavirus. Instead of coronavirus. That person could walk away oh with the god. impression that there is no 
How bleak. Yeah, well, but oh, the no. caveat here is he has to actually not get to Walmart because if he gets yeah. to Walmart, then he'll see the viral. The he hears about cancel culture. He turns around. He turns. He goes back. He's a fucking. He goes I'm back. Not, I'm not chancing it. <laughs> can't chance it. I'm not chancing it. Not without my PPE. <laughs> Society's got two unhinged, man. Or, or, or he gets the signals mixed and he's like, man, we got to stay six feet away from each other. Keep from being canceled. It's a consent thing. Yeah. 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 Actually, I do wish. All man, they're saying, vi- they're saying a virus is causing this cancellation. Oh, fuck. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, he's fuck. like this. And that, that person would actually oh, no. be correct if they said cancel culture has gone too far they yes. would actually be correct well maybe not actually maybe if people had to stand six feet apart at all times it would make society better i don't know well, how about this like after coronavirus is over it's let's let's hopefully we get a vaccine soon whatever whatever all this happens if you have been canceled you still have to fall adhere to the who guidelines for social distancing <laughs> and mask wearing it's like the wearing the a <laughs> Oh my god! So anybody that's still following the guidelines, like the Scarlet Letter, yeah, you're right, saying. has been has been canceled. Jesus, <laughs> cast out like a leper. Oh my god! You're right. You're right. Nathaniel Hawthorne is the. Writer. I should walk that back because somebody will invariably DM me saying, "Listen, man, we still have leprosy. There are still lepers out there, motherfucker." <laughs> oh god. <laughs> God damn it, dude. Yes, I understand that. Actually, leprosy is carried by armadillos. That's interesting. What? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Let me go ahead and put out the call, because me and Terrence were talking about this earlier. If anybody's got sort of a nice history of pestilence and disease and pandemic and so on and so forth, I'd be interested to read that if you got any recommendations for something like that. (laughs) Yeah, like a world history, a global history of... uh, you're looking for the encyclopedia Pandemics. of yeah. disease of diseases. Yeah, on the surface, I know it seems like that's something I should stay away from. I was from. about to say, Tom, I can guarantee you do not need to read that. No, but you understand <laughs> this is part of it. I have to read it. Well, the thing about old viruses, they were a little messy, a little extra, you could say, like bubonic plague, like bleeding Wait, out is the it back? eyes. Is that back? Well, bubonic plague was bacteria, though. They right? find like a case every three or four or a cases plague, every something's year. Something's back, right? Um, <laughs> if you listen, <laughs> if you listen to the Sheeple at Network News, yes, bubonic plague the is back. The Sheeple at Network. <laughs> but here's the thing: is that it's like what Terrence is pointing out. Like, there's always like uh, man sixty one in Iowa dies of bubonic plague. Uh, kid uh, six years old, uh, Poughkeepsie, New York, dies of the plague. You just get like a couple desperate cases every year. They found a case in China, and so the media wanted to fucking, you know, add more fuel to the fire between America and China. It's just like, now they're creating bubonic plague. But back to my original point, viruses were, they were, they, they like I said, they were a little too extra with it. They were not very subtle, like fingers falling off, bleeding out of every orifice. It's like, come on. Like now, they're much more insidious. They just you know, silently wait in your body and then come back six months after you think it's gone and give you, like, brain damage and organ damage. It, it, like, it is the perfect virus for our time because it's, like, a slow attrition. It's, like, slow decay over the years. Um, I was reading in, in The Guardian today about this, that, like, the neurological fallout yeah. of COVID-19, and, like, 
they're talking about like there's brain disease from COVID that you that will be progressive over. Oh yeah, dude, what? Decades. Yeah, they were saying that they'll be able to track. You know how like the uh, they'll be able to track generations that have developmental disabilities because like how in Flint. You know, um, there's an entire generation that was poisoned by lead. Basically yeah. just wiped out. Yeah, yeah. And so, like, there has been this resulting increase. Already? Yeah, yeah, because those kids are, are now entering. No, I know. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You hear something crawling in the woods? Yeah. Bear. I doubt that. <laughs> I definitely did hear it, though. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. We've had it very down here once. No, I know I understand the generational shit in Flint, but there's already evidence of COVID. They're saying that, um, like five percent of people will go on to develop like progressive neurological disease from it. Like people are already having strokes from it. People are. Oh my god! I know somebody, a friend of mine in California, who knew a guy in his twenties that just randomly had a stroke like people otherwise healthy people in their 20s don't have strokes it's just like no matter how bad you think it is it's definitely worse oh absolutely yes yes yeah, this yeah. Is, COVID-19 it's, is not good in it's way. uncomprehendable how bad it is I really do since the closing of the borders I, I've, I'm, I'm more paranoid than ever I feel like I'm in a boiling lobster pot like we're just it's about to just everyone's about to have fucking hot oil in the eye i don't even know i'm just <laughs> like we are trapped here i don't know that i thought i was gonna be able to i never considered escaping to mexico or canada but the fact that it's not an option now mm. is even more upsetting yeah um wendell berry weiss <laughs> oh my god <laughs> what will that character be well, I don't know Barry Weiss. So. An agrarian, like, okay, I got it, 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 I got it. Wendell Barry Weiss is a Zionist agrarian <laughs> that, uh, I'm trying to thread this, help me, Terrence, somebody. <clears throat> uh, you're, um, no, you're right, uh, a Zionist agrarian, best about sums it up who thinks that like that supports like that supports uh the occupation of gaza so long as we teach all the palestinians how to like garden ferment <laughs> oh my god yeah i'm trying to think of what else barry weiss is passionate about and all i can really think about is Zionism. israel <laughs> and free speech <laughs> yeah i guess um and so their argument is that people should be allowed to say whatever they want and not get canceled is that the yeah, pretty I don't, much. I think a lot of it's about retroactive cancellations too, right? What even is that? <laughs> like you know, like this idea of like I think I think what was a bridge I too far so for them honestly. was like tearing the statues down. Oh, like, that oh. was it. Oh. I, I don't is know. It? I don't know. If that's my. They're hunt. mad about tearing down Confederate statues that were put up during Jim Crow. No, that's just no. That's I think everybody's kind of on the same page about that one. I think what they're <laughs> mad about is like Christopher Columbus and people like Christopher Columbus. I, is that it? Is that the impetus no, it's, for writing it's, this? It's not. No, what that's not the impetus. The impetus. I'm, I, what I'm saying is this is my my crackpot theory. I see. I see. When you start targeting the museums and saying, <laughs> you know. I know what you mean. Re you Rembrandt mean. had some retrograde views on the Slavs, so he needs <laughs> to come back. <laughs> they want those Dolly Devil paintings took down. <laughs> or, I mean, they don't want them took down. 
I see what you're saying. Things that were once high art. Or here's another example. Well, I guess this is Wendell's point, Bear, too. Um, banning Huckleberry Finn from uh, elementary schools. What do you think about That's that That's true. One? Ban books. Cancel culture's been around a minute. Wait. <laughs> yeah, they banned the anarchist cookbook. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We should get Jenny O'Neill Willard Davis' mom here. She's got a banned book. She's oh, a book yeah, about, about sex. <laughs> Yes, about sex. <laughs> what do you think about that? I don't know. Is any idea too dangerous to behold? See, that's actually that's what it's about. <laughs> what you just said, like they, it's a very liberal idea, right? Because liberal liberalism has to have like you know engage in in debate and free inquiry and all this kind of stuff because they pride themselves in that. This is just academic dog shit. I just fucking hate the academy. I feel like they're ruining our <laughs> fucking lives. I swear, just edit that out. I know we're gonna get read for that, but I'm, they're about to. I swear, this is this all just feels like college bullshit, and they're about to open up slaughterhouses for children in it, a month. It I does just cannot. I can't handle it right now. Well, no, you're right. The thing, the thing that is so weird about it is that there is this massive gap between what is important right now and what they think is important. And oh, like, my God. And, yeah. And it so, always has been. And so the point is, the point isn't that they're necessarily right or wrong. The point is that who gives a shit? Oh, my God. Right? Right? Like, yeah. I mean, for me, that's the point because it's like, I, I guess I can see what you're saying. Like, if you really think that the rioters are, and looters and masses or whatever are after the Rembrandts. Think, but, just just think for a moment the things that people have come here to study. Think about what they've said to you. Like they, like even people that we like that have come here and like sure they're cool to hang out with, but then they tell you why they're here, and it's like yeah I'm writing a research paper. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't it be crazy if we like knew uh, how many stars were over strip mines? Like it's, it's <laughs> the most insane <laughs> shit. Even just even just locally. So just imagine that on such a grand scale. Of how insane these people are. Like, no, it doesn't matter. We don't need any more data about any of this. It's fucking abundantly clear. Well, it does to me show... So, for the record, I do... I think they could have a point, but the point is that it does not actually matter for me, right? Like, it's like it's so irrelevant to what's going on at the moment. It, totally. And the it's... it's I, I, I haven't read it. I don't know. Y'all just told me about this. However, <laughs> my immediate take is that for them to drop this in this very moment, right. it's just like them <laughs> literally trying to protect white supremacy. <clears throat> That's what it looks like. <laughs> I don't know how you. I don't know how you'd check that out any other way. Am I the only one that look, thinks Noam Chomsky kind of looks like he's been asleep in the woods many years? <laughs> yeah, no, I agree with that. I mean, he looks like. I well, like Chomsky. I, I mean, mean, I like Chomsky too. But I'm just saying. I'm just talking aesthetically. Getting ready to get canceled for that one. My man does. I like him. I mean, uh, I don't know. I mean, he's very, very old. He's uh, kind of got a Rip Van Winkle thing going on. Well, we don't care. <laughs> we're we're pro cancel culture. Oh. <laughs> sure. Fuck it. Whatever. Sure, Where do we land on this? <laughs> we I'm, don't care. I mean, that is kind of how I feel about it. Like, does it matter? I mean, like, I've been feeling very much all week, like, does anything really matter? Like, in in the sense of, like, have you ever just thought about, like, maybe we are only on one trajectory and there's no pulling away from it? Like, you know how things only 
get worse and they never get better? Like, what if it just keeps getting worse until it erupts into some really bad event? Yeah, things really do seem like bizarre cyclical, bizarrely cyclical. I don't know. If, I don't think I'm saying that right, but like, I thought you nailed it. No, you got it. <laughs> Perfect landing. Just truly. I mean, bizarre. I just don't even really have the vocabulary to describe our current moment. I think that's obvious. It's long been obvious that I, my vocabulary is like, but it's like hard to feel like you don't even know how to say how you're feeling or like, I don't even know the right questions to ask to better understand what is going on in the world right now. But today I was at the Golden Apple picking up vegetables and I had my BLM mask on because I'm really the only one I have at this point and it often sparks conversation, but uh, they net good. Are you going to tell us of a continuation of your reign of terror on Bag Boy? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. No, but no, the woman uh, that checked me, that was uh, working at the Golden Apple Day, she said she liked it. She's like, oh, I like that. I said, yeah, thanks. Um and then she thought it was safe for her to tell me that uh, the government released this virus. <laughs> hey, 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 why I got you, you seem on the level. <laughs> she just said, you know, the government released this Aldis. And, and honestly, I wouldn't go argue with her. I was like, fuck, maybe. You yeah, know, actually, I'm not, here's the thing. What do I know? Here, here, it's like nothing here's, is crazy. Here's the thing. If you want to believe that. You should absolutely believe Tell that because it is at least something you can grab onto in the deluge, in the waterfall, because nothing is sticking. Have you noticed this? No one is offering a unifying narrative for what's going on with the exception of MAGA and Trump people. Biden and them are, are a little bit, uh, they're just like, Trump I've is not heard a thing out of Biden. But no, yes, that it's been very little. Joe it's, Biden is asleep <laughs> in the woods right now. <laughs> He's dead again. <laughs> It's very no. It's very concerning. Uh, like no one has offered any, and this is why fundamentally I think that Kanye has the right idea. He's probably going to go <laughs> about it with the birthday party. Yeah, with the birthday party I'm because he understands that the only entertainment right now is politics. That's it. That's all we've got. We got no sports. We got no movies. Nothing. Yeah. We got all you got. The only reason we're, we're still getting a paycheck. <laughs> <laughs> and think about it. Like the only thing anyone like. I mean, it feels like Kanye's in my head. The literally the only thing I'm finding any joy in right now is planning my own birthday party. <laughs> <laughs> you see what I'm saying? God damn. He's <laughs> ah. Oh, nice. Shit. Oh, it's fireworks. fireworks. I thought it was a shotgun. Oh, they're beautiful. Wow. Wow. That put a cramp in things. This is crazy. You can just. Hey, down front, we're trying to podcast. <laughs> Give us another 20 minutes, okay? <laughs> I thought somebody was shooting. Somebody's always shooting a gun at my house. <clears throat> um, <laughs> at your house? What no. are we even talking about? Below my house. Kanye. Birthday party. It. Birthday parties. Oh, I have one coming party. up. This is going to drop. No, next week's my birthday. Just kidding. Um, yeah, your birthday's what a week from today. Your birthday started on the first. We know this. My birthday's a week from today, Tim. And I'm looking forward to my gift from you. Huh. You want in one hand shit in the other, sister. <laughs> See which one gets filled first. Tom, I know where you live and I don't mind driving around. My God. Oh, fuck. Wendell Berry Weiss. Um. <laughs> so what, what do you think is going to happen? How do you think it's going to shake out? With this letter? 
or Wendell Berry. What's the suit, the lawsuit? Uh, so the what the lawsuit is, is that Wendell Berry is the University of Kentucky wants to remove this very controversial mur- mural that. According to you, Tom depicts what now? What again? Well, you said I, it I earlier, think, but I, I was. Think I, could, I think it's like just caricaturish depictions of like natives and and uh, slaves. And there was a a black artist, wasn't there? A black woman artist made a response piece, correct? Oh, I really? Think that's right. No, there, I think that's idea. right. There was a response piece, yes. and so it references the mural. And mm. so Wendell Berry wife tanya i think that's where we got hung up we didn't go any farther because the next wendell berry's wife tanya turner wendell berry's wife tanya turner i'm following uh she is a direct descendant or she's a niece or something of the artist of the artist who did it the the art was commissioned by one of those like wpa new deal type programs or something ccc Mm. something like that um so it was like done in like the 30s and i'm recalling all this from memory very impressive very impressive just want you to well you know what i'll tell you this um i su- i support lawsuits against colleges they suck <laughs> <laughs> i'm glad he said uk fuck uk <laughs> this is the most interesting take i've heard on this because everybody fuck only UK. has everybody's take is Ever- only Wendell Berry is canceled. is canceled and racist or that he and Wendell Berry is. Well, fuck Wendell Berry, but also <laughs> fuck UK. <laughs> fuck them both. Am I wrong? You got, it's the greatest take, really. It's the only That's right. The, it's the only it's right. The only it's right. Only fuck correct. them both. Let them sue each other into fucking oblivion. Yeah. Well, so Wendell. Well, I know some. I know somebody's not going to get a new book dedicated to her. <laughs> Take me out of the cover sheet. Take me out of the book. I'm going to burn it and put it on TikTok. What is the book that you're in? Um, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. I should know it, this. He had a book. A world. It's called a something world. He had a, a book. A new world, maybe? or uh, A world. Fuck. That's, he, this is so embarrassing. He did like a book in the mid-2000s or late-2000s. Or maybe around 2010 or 11 or 12. But anyways, he put you in the opening. Special thanks to you. Oh, he the, dedicated the book to me. He dedicated the book Get to me. Get it right, me. bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember the name of it, but yeah. I'm but it was one of those books where he like... Did it's called like a world to build or like it was like a new world. Meandering's, a whole new world. It was like meanderings about NAFTA. The, wo- the woodpecker sings a song about NAFTA. Yeah, I'm going to have to be honest <laughs> and say I didn't read it. I, mean, I do have a copy. He mailed me a copy with a very sweet letter. He is kind of like Chomsky in the sense that he has his own sort of very distinct political analysis and viewpoint, but that's not his main thing, you know? Like right. Chomsky is mostly known for his political but opinions he's a or whatever, but he is, right. yes. And I so know. Wendell Berry is also... Known for his agrarian farming yeah, stuff, but, but he's, he's a writer. He's a but right. writer, yeah. Well, I know as a white woman, I'm not supposed to be bitching about old white men, apparently, but I just don't have high <laughs> expectations for them, generally. You can bitch about them all you want. It's it's just that as a framework, it's like... I know, I get uh, it. I know. It, white women elected Trump or something. I get it. Well, it's not only that. It's... <laughs> I know. It's not only that. All right. Fair enough. The fireworks um, fucked up my train of thought, but... Anyways, Wendell Berry in their lawsuit against the UK, they're saying that 
removing it would be fucking up the whole point of the black artist's mural because it is a response directly to oh. that one. And well, what does she have to say about it? <clears throat> Did she chime in? I'm not sure. And where's her mural? Is it at UK too? I believe yeah. so. Oh, so he's like, this is a dialogue that's important. Mm-hmm. Probably, which huh. is probably what things like the letter were written. Yeah. If you think about this, this is two very specific strains of liberalism buttoned up against heads. <laughs> it really is. It it's really the, is. the circular firing squad of the cancelers <laughs> versus <laughs> versus the old school dialogue liberals. Yeah, well, they they really do think that if we talked things out long enough, we'd all come to an agreement. Yeah. Who and who who? Yeah. When you all throw them in the pile together, <laughs> and they do the Acme Looney Tunes, what you know? <laughs> I mean, the thing is, you're right. The thing about this is, like, if this were to happen, if this were to surface a year ago, or if it was the even surface four years ago, I would probably be like, yeah, I guess take the mural down. But now I would be like, well, okay, debate is probably good, but or something. I don't know. But, but the point is, is like I don't even care anymore. <laughs> you know, like. The world is going to shit. Yeah, like whether <laughs> Wendell whether Wendell Berry's canceled or not is like of way down my list of. It's also kind of like. Um, yes, we are talking about it. We're hypocrites. <laughs> yeah, so, I uh, mean it's just. Like, why are we hypocrites? Did, did, is it, have people <laughs> demanded? Are black people demanding this mural come down? I don't. Is this don't even know. a demand, or this is something UK is doing instead of doing something black people are asking them to <laughs> I, do? I, I think I think it's that, Tanya. That's most likely. <laughs> so that's it's why it's just like, well, doing. fuck UK, fuck them ten times over. Yeah, you're right. They're doing nothing anyone has asked them to actually do. Yeah, you they know, have they have laid off and furloughed hundreds of people. You've got the best take on this. It's not too care lord or too edge lord. It is just right. You, you have threaded the needle on this one. Amen. <laughs> Just right well, here's the thing, well, too, we got to understand about Wendell Berry. Wendell Berry loves fucking up UK, though. He does. He yank, He took so much joy in yanking his fucking archives out of there. Yeah. That was like their, their crowning fucking diamond next to the Wildcats, of course, <laughs> was Wendell holding Wendell Berry's fucking archives. And he was like, nope. I, I can't in good conscience let that, you know. Here's the thing, man. Here's the thing, you know. <laughs> I'm not dying on Wendell Berry here. Yes. Let's move on. Okay, all right. Uh, the next item on the list, then. Um, it took us only 35 minutes to move past Wendell Berry. <laughs> well, I've got two items on my list. I don't know what your list is looking like. Go for it. You know, throw them out there. Let's get them. I've got no items to spoil. No, I've been dying to tell you all this the last four hours, and you wouldn't let me. <laughs> Now, God uh, damn it. I wanted you to save it for the pod. I know. Y'all won't even let me talk to you anymore. You don't text me anymore. <laughs> You're scared to death. You're going to ruin a fucking podcast moment. Who cares? Nothing matters. This is a mischaracterization. All right. I okay. Believe. Bell County, Kentucky, where I grew up, about an hour and a half from here, is the number one growing hotspot in Kentucky for COVID cases. Okay. They just released the top 10. Bell County's number one. I'd like to know where the hot spots for bubonic plague are. <laughs> well, <laughs> I don't have those numbers. Um, I don't think the numbers are actually crazy in Bell County. It's that they're growing quicker than anywhere else. Their cases are like exponential. Imagine that the guy who lives under the rock 
comes out and he only hears that story about the bubonic plague. <laughs> oh my god! And, he, and he's like girding he his loins and like he's <laughs> going, he's buying all the toilet paper and everything. He think that's why everyone's in my ass. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. But it's actually the coronavirus. That's a really dumb. <laughs> it doesn't matter. No, that is a good one. Anyway, wow, the guy, every time he comes out from under the rock, he gets the wrong combination of information. Just the most basic joke premise: a guy was <laughs> under a rock. Anyways, Bell County. <laughs> well, speak. <laughs> Speaking of men who live under rocks, I watched a live stream today by the Bell County Judge Executive. Name. <sighs> Brock. <laughs> oh, come on. Brock. His last name's Brock. He's over the age of 50 and his name is Brock. No, his last name's Brock. Judge Brock. That makes a little more sense. God, that would be so weird to have <laughs> no, an old he's guy a, named Brock. Brock's a really common <laughs> last year name old, in Bell County. 85-year-old guy named Brock. Yeah. I can't think of his first name, but Judge Brock. This motherfucker says, I guess I only caught the tail end of it, so maybe this is out of context, but regardless, he says... Now, this can't be blamed, and I don't want to hear anybody. I don't want to hear the blame game. This cannot be blamed on travel or church. He said, sure, a lot of these cases are connected to people (laughs) who were at a church. But we have to go to church. We've got to be praying right now. (laughs) That's literally what he said. He said, and I think it's probably, and when he said this, he looked over at someone who might be able to tell him yes or no. We didn't see who that off camera person was. (laughs) He said, say it's probably pretty safe to be on a beach right now i love it to be in the sand looking out at the ocean he said this they're so goddamn stupid you're not gonna get covid literally at the beach you're gonna get covid going out to spinnakers and having three for one jager bomb he said it's the restaurants he said it's the restaurants you can't go in so maybe that's true he said and we we talked to one woman he said can't blame it on travel he said we talked to one woman the only place she he said one woman with covid here the only place she had been was west town mall knoxville mall well, of course it's a fucking mall, and Knoxville's <laughs> Tennessee's numbers are through the roof. This is a bo- This is a county that borders Tennessee and Virginia, and it doesn't sell packaged liquor, so you have to go into Tennessee or Virginia <laughs> to get it. What do you think's gonna happen? But the best, this is the best part was him saying that we've got to pray, and then the very last thing he said was. Uh, I look forward to talking to y'all with y'all more about this. We're all in this together. But uh, if you've got one of them fake Facebook accounts, don't even bother. I ain't. Co- I'm not. <laughs> I'm not fooling with you and you fake accounts. That's what he said. That, and then they ended the live stream. Holy! He closed on no Lee. no fake accounts. No yes. fake accounts. <laughs> no fake accounts. This actually offers us an incredible window incredible insight into our own terry adams experience because what this says is that in these guys seclusion quarantine seclusion they are 100 percent relying i mean i didn't even think about this before but they are now only relying on any new input from fox news and facebook whereas before this what do you do you go to work talk you talk to, to other people. people you hear other people talking about things and you're maybe a little more open-minded or something work like that. some things but out now now the, the the social media algorithms have a direct tap on your vein you know what i mean they've got yeah. the needle straight fucking in and they're just pumping it every fucking hour man and that's why shit like this keeps Dude, happening this I is mean, the antifa bus thing this is how that happens yeah this honestly makes a lot more sense too about the noam chomsky shit and the boomers <laughs> 
exactly. That they, explains all of it. It's like they've learned about all this stuff. Like they're taking it all like yeah, yes. like, like it's gospel, and and it's all been so quick that yeah. they've taken it all in so quickly that they don't know what in the fuck they're talking about. That is exactly and they're talking right. crazy because they are they're they're talking about the same shit as fucking Trump. <laughs> when Noam Chomsky and Trump are on are the same beat, that. we got big <laughs> problems, people. It is funny to think about, yeah. But I mean, but you're the, right. But it is, yeah. I don't know. It. Um, Fuck. I think that that is partially it. Uh, th- th- Do you think th- Terry thinks thought that we were fake accounts? <laughs> he thought the two hundred <laughs> people did. that were here because he said well, he, he like, literally said oh, that. He did say they did say that. I mean, they that were, we were like fake accounts. That we had that we were fake accounts. They were like um, we're fake. Those people don't live here, or something like that. They're they're yeah. Not. Well, that's what he said. He's like these are all outsiders. Racism only exists in their minds. You're right. Fake accounts. We are the fake accounts. That's incredible. Somehow I always knew it. That's incredible. Well, I mean, so the Chomsky, the letter thing is like, they're fighting over ultimately the same thing, though. It is like the Republicans are fighting for a kind of like right wing. What it is, is they're just fighting over like who gets to decide these things. Like they're fighting over like. So, like, Trump and them are fighting over the authority to say, no, you can't tear down statues. And the liberals are saying, yes, you can, but you can't tear down all of them. You have to tear down only the ones we don't like. And then I think the rest of the people, like, probably us, are just saying, like, well, why do you get to decide that? Like, why can't we decide? Because ultimately, it is all a question of power. I mean... This is the kind of the thing about free speech is that it doesn't really exist. It is all a question yeah. of who actually gets to control the yeah. limits of it. Totally. And yeah. so, and so, th- so it is all a question ultimately of power. And the liberals, they're losing. They, I think that they are losing in some ways their own ability to influence that. Um, but, but maybe they aren't because I don't know. Because I look around at all this stuff and all you know, you see the UK thing, and they're all trying to like wokeify. You know what I mean? So like maybe, maybe they are successful at it. I don't know. But I don't know either. <clears throat> I re- I don't know. It's kind of it's one of those things that's so layered and like complex. It's but at the same time it's so stupid <laughs> to talk about. It's one of the rare topics that's both layered, complex, and very stupid. So dumb. <laughs> um. Well, well. Anyways. Um. I don't have the paper here in front of me, so I feel like I won't be able to do the I, other part justice. Well, it's pretty incredible, though, that he called out fake Facebook accounts because obviously that... Exactly. I couldn't believe it. That means that he's it's a problem he's dealt with recently. And they also said that uh, the governor's going live tomorrow at 10 a.m. I think that's what they said. Um, oh, my God. With possibly... <laughs> with like closing a, shit back down? I think they might be. It's possible. And, well, what they're worried about is a face uh, face mask mandate. Wow. You know they're shaking their fucking diapers over a mandate, like mandatory. You cannot be in public without a mask on. But then how do they enforce that? They're gonna put people. They're gonna throw people in jails. Uh, yeah. Do y'all know? The bottom line is, we are co- completely ill-equipped to deal with this. When's so- the last time? Sorry, Tom. Go for it. That was a correct statement, of course. <laughs> Only the best for you. When's the last time you all went to LetcherCountyJail.com and counted up the inmates? I thought you were just going to say Letcher County Jail, you know? <laughs> <laughs> been a minute, but I have been there. Count, counted up the inmates. 
Well, um, Tony, you wouldn't believe what goes on in there. They let them shit in the floor. Oh, we talk, you, you, you had something about this. It's like 90-something inmates. There are 91 it? inmates in a 50-bed facility in our county right now. Yes, they sleep in the floor. And no else. one is bad an eye. Yeah, Mattel's mom served over a year in there and slept on a fl- the floor every night. That's fucking insane. Yeah. This is county, too. A county jail. Um... Oh, I'd say ninety nine percent of them are pretrial, but and we know the ones that aren't. It's like the teacher pedophile, he's in there still. Um, uh, he should be moved to a fucking something somewhere. He should, he should be a congressman. <laughs> <laughs> that's the trajectory of these motherfuckers. Yeah, he either sure. you either get elected or suicided. Um. So there was a second item, though, you said you had today. By the way, we're not even, like, it's only 49 minutes. Isn't that crazy? Like, time just creeps by. It was kind of rocky at first. We we were getting off on the... (laughs) Well, we're just excited (laughs) to be back together. Yeah, we're all, the gang's all here. We have a lot to catch up on. Tom had a couple great one-liners that won't be able to be interpreted because of the uh, cloth between his mouth and the mic. (laughs) But <laughs> it is uh, good that you're doing that, Tom. I'm just I'm just following the World Health Organization's <laughs> mandates, you know, which we've officially pulled out of. Right. <clears throat> well, you know what? I'm a hypocrite too. You know what? This whole podcast is hypocritical when you really think about it, because the very first episode was JD Snit JD Vance is a snitch, and every episode we just air out Whitesburg's dirty laundry. <laughs> I feel like most episodes ain't even about Whitesburg. That's true. It's just recently that... We've been hyper-local recently. Exactly. Well, that's our own shit. Well, no, we're... Everyone's hyper-local right now. That's all we have. All we all have is a 100-foot radius around us at this point. But you can't get too close to anybody. That's what makes it so maddening. God. Okay, well, here's what happened this past week in Letcher County. As we know, a little context here. I should probably let Terrence do this. He's the pro. Half the country's unemployed. What else we got, Terrence? <laughs> Give us the rundown. <laughs> Give us top five bullet points. Barreling toward the worst homelessness crisis ever. You got yeah, mass of a uh, mass wave of evictions coming. We've got over forty million people unemployed. We've got every leader uh, ruling over us is a um, unrepentant pedophile. Uh, we've got um, the worst economic calamity in over almost 100 years. And, of course, to top it off, I mean, obviously, the big one, baby, COVID-19. <laughs> the big one. Star. All right. That was a good <laughs> rundown. Good job. When does, let me ask you a question. When does that become COVID-20? <laughs> Why didn't they just make it COVID-20? It's 2020. I don't get it. Anyway, I'm not a scientist. Freaking epic. All right, that was a good rundown to create context for this front-page story of the Mountain Eagle, <coughs> which I don't have in front of me. I'm going to have to deliver this uh, on uh, memory. But uh, we've got an empty house, a very nice-looking, there's a picture of it, brick home in Jenkins, Kentucky, another city here in the great county of Letcher, um, bordering Pike County and Pound, Virginia. And there's this nice brick house, and uh, it's apparently owned by people who live somewhere else. I don't know where they live. They might live here somewhere locally, but it seemed like they may live 
elsewhere. Robinsons. I don't know many Robinsons around here. Do you? I know some Robinsons over in Pike County. Yeah. Well, maybe they live in Pike County. One of my County. best friends is Robinson from Pike County. All right. Well, these Robinsons, they've got this empty house sitting. Fuck them for that. One. Well, also, we better not be talking about my Robinsons now. God well, PB. Uh, I done told you. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> they got an empty house sitting. They roll in for to, for lawn work. They roll in to like manicure the fucking grass or whatever. Yeah. Imagine. Embarrassing. And they go into their house and they realize somebody's squatting. Somebody's been staying there. Well, of course. We're in a fucking homeless crisis. We're at, yep. we are in, we are in the most, the biggest Venn diagram of crises imaginable. People, it's like a helix. Uh, <laughs> yes, you're exactly right. That is a good visual for it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's all intertwined and it's becoming bigger and bigger, expanding. What expanding. would you guys do? If you went into your empty home and saw that someone was squatting, living there, there's stuff all around. Well, uh, I said, that's chill, man, whatever. I mean, to be honest, I think the vast majority of Americans would probably get really freaked out because we live in a society that ingrains in you from day one. Fear of other people. The cop mentality. Yeah. So you think maybe they'd call the cops. The car or or the vigilante mentality. Both of them are... <laughs> They're all under the same umbrella of um, punishment as a form of violence, or violence as a form of punishment. Yeah. The utmost form of violence. This does seem like people I know even would, some a reason they would call the cops. Well, I know. I mean, again, this is, it is indoctrinated in, in us from an early age that there is only one solution to people who break the rules. Yeah. And that is violence and yeah. extermination usually. Yeah. Well, they didn't call the cops. Right. They mowed their fucking grass, and then they decided to stay the night. They slept on the fucking floor of an empty house and waited for this motherfucker to come back. So this is actually why... Okay, so now I'm putting the puzzle... They yeah, fucking I'm hunted getting it this man. I'm, I'm they pu- fucking hunted this I'm man. I'm putting the puddle, puzzle to pieces. Yeah, Anyways, I, finish this part because I have something to say. They next. stay the night in an empty house waiting for this motherfucker to come back. He rolls in about 2.30 a.m., back into this house where he's squatting and they shoot him dead they are sitting there with guns they want an excuse to kill this man yes they yeah. couldn't wait for him to come back so they could kill him on their own property and do some maga fucking yep drum beat about how he was on my fucking property that's actually very yeah they sat there can you imagine think about the two of them sitting there after mowing the grass sitting there smoking cigarettes got a gun laying here just wait a gun laid out just waiting on this motherfucker to come through the door yeah. They waited till 2.30 in the morning and then killed his ass. This kind of stuff is very distressing because what it means is that average, everyday people are now inuring themselves to violence. And, and, because and, they got nowhere to and go. And not just that. There is becoming a wholesale, widespread, in my opinion, devaluation of life generally. Did y'all see Absolutely. that thing about that paraplegic man in Houston? I yeah, mean, yeah, I, yeah, I mean, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Dude, that, that is so fucking Well, but it's hard. also it's also yeah. our strategy on COVID now. That's what I'm saying. That, they have to because well, of did COVID. Did you see the White House memo? The Trump administration is, their what their goal is, is to get people well adjusted to the rising amounts of yep. infections they, and They're deaths. literally saying that now. Oh yeah, God. They are now saying that. Oh I mean, they, this is the, the crazy thing to think about because they kept trying to trot this out back in March and April. Remember this? Yeah. They would try it every few weeks and then it would go back away. And now it's starting to take hold 
told, and this is what I was talking about earlier, yeah. there's no one offering a narrative for why any of this is happening. And so that's why you see that behavior start becoming normalized. Right. And why s- certain segments of the population just become dehumanized to the extent that they are now free range for anybody. Yeah. And and so and and that's what I mean. Like it is becoming kind of uh acculturated. Yeah. And and um and that's a really scary. That's a really scary thing. And and until somebody can offer some sort of counter narrative to that. That's going to keep happening. That's going to it's going to actually start expanding exponentially, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because that is absolutely just yes, that's that's using uh the sort of ideologies at hand to take you know the sort of mono- uh, violence back from the state's monopoly and and uh, enacting it on somebody's on somebody else and talking about localized stuff like i feel like this cuts into this like romantic appalachian stereotype that people aren't homeless here that we we don't have people sleeping on the streets here we take them in like we're some fucking you know you've, you've heard that shit well, right? north carolina is like ground zero for homelessness and that one of the yeah like ground zeros for homelessness in the united states a lot of that due to gentrification which we're going to get, oh, yeah. get to in a second um but yeah you're right but like i i saw this i was talking to somebody i don't remember who it was might have been might have been y'all but I saw in the paper last year, I think it was, that there are 3,200 children that are either homeless or housing insecure in Letcher County. There's only 20,000 people, and that number's dwindling. And there are how many kids? I, I'm not sure, but I think I think that number was like 3,200 or something. Or maybe it's 1,800, but it was like Suck. Well, ample. I think that they, in those numbers, I'm pretty sure they include... I mean, this is also including, like, kids that, like, sleep on their aunt's couch and shit like That's that. That's what I'm you know saying. I mean? Right, exactly. And They're housing insecure, not necessarily homeless. Um, I'm pretty sure they count kids who are being raised by their grandparents, too. Unless it's, like, a legal adoption, and usually it's not. Yeah, usually it's just informal. Yeah, it's really informal. And, like, when I worked at KVEC for the school systems, most of the school systems estimated that um, one in three, like, a third of their kids students were being raised by someone who was not their like biological parents yeah anyway before we leave we we can keep on i just want to um the paper um already they reported the man didn't have a gun he did not have a weapon but they also uh put in the article that he uh the cops recognized him immediately as a frequent drug user they put that in the paper. Well, that's the other thing too. That's the other thing too is, the, is that devaluation. That goes yeah. Devaluation. Like even like the cops here used to call these people hybrids, like hybrids, like something less than human somehow that were like addicted. You know what I mean? So fucked. But yeah, they like already started just dragging Actually, this man, and this is going to the grand jury. The grand jury is going to have to decide if this was if this yeah. is going to be going to court or whatever. It, it's right. You're right. Like that that itself has been around with us for a long time. Like really since the 80s, that this notion that once you take drugs, you become a sort of like a human or or sort of like mongoloid. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Something that is not human. Right. And like again, and you see this with meth and the way that they like teach young kids and teenagers about meth. You know yeah. what I mean? And like like you're showing all the grotesque images exactly, of the rotting teeth like and it the turns, sores exactly and like stuff, it yeah. turns you into something subhuman. Like a zombie. And or so you know again, all these things have been around for a long time. Yeah. I mean like this sort of like 
idea of like private property gun ownership and like defending my place or the idea that drug users are subhuman and they're all getting thrown into the pot that is the current moment and they're all exploding out in more and more instances like this yeah and that's what's really terrifying about it it is it's so terrifying and i wonder this it's um you know how our county terry adams our uh new ghoul um how they like however long ago declared Litcher County like a two A sanctuary or whatever, Second Amendment sanctuary. Oh, God. Do you oh, think yeah, this yeah. will come into play in any way? Well, no, I don't no, well, these, I, I, there's I'm telling you, there are gonna be people like even applaud those people that murdered that guy. There were. And oh okay, so this is what I was gonna say earlier. When I first heard about this yesterday, it was th- it was through the post on uh, Facebook yeah. on the Mountain Eagle, and at that time I didn't know any of the details, and the no, newspaper didn't clear. report any of the details. But I saw a shitload of people down at uh, the courthouse, um, and like coroners and all this. Like, and I mean, like I think it was like a big deal. Like they're trying to decide what this is. Yeah, I mean because obviously, like um, people in the comments were like, he has the they have a right to shoot them on their property and all this but i don't they have to ask the question why these people didn't call the cops i don't yeah i mean to me it's like again it doesn't matter because like i guess okay if you're listening to this and you could be saying okay there is one thing that does matter and that actually could do some justice here and that's the law system johnny law (laughs) the judiciary (laughs) (laughs) oh my god like maybe there is some kind of law against like that seems kind of like entrapment or something. Is that even a thing? Yeah, I mean I it does know. seem like it seems like yeah. I mean like maybe that maybe that could maybe they could be in the wrong. I have no idea. I, this could blow up into like the whole statewide story. This is this could be it fucking should, nasty. It should, it should. <laughs> it's I mean it's insane. it's it's gonna give a, an opportunity for like you know these fucking maga nuts to just like grandstand about their rights. Well, and another thing though that we found like. That is connected to this, very intimately connected to this, is that thing that came out this week about how, and I guess I have to legally say that it's like alleged or whatever, but it's, I consider it to be, if it is not entirely accurate, it is (laughs) painting the broad strokes. Forty five percent of everything we say is false. Oh yeah, but we can get sued definitely. Like for what I'm about to say. Okay, I don't uh, know what's coming, but this is bizarre. Um, no. Uh, so they're in the lawsuit against the cops that killed Breonna Taylor. They are saying that it was part of a larger gentrification yeah. effort. And again, we could get sued because if they're fucking dumbass cop union listened to this, they could fucking sue us for like defamation or libel or something like that. Um, I don't know how they ever would, but who the fuck knows? Mitch McConnell's asshole friends listen to us, apparently. So, yeah. And our <laughs> local sheriff. Exactly. Hi. exactly. Um, hey. So, but anyways, um, yeah, it was, they, they say, I, I have it right here. I wanted to talk about it because some of it was so dystopian and fucking insane. Yeah. <clears throat> um, the Breonna Taylor story, the more it unwinds, the more fucking... So it was the, resu- oh, the result of a Louisville Police Department operation to clear out a block in western Louisville that was part of a major gentrification makeover. Um, and that's according to attorneys representing the Slane's 26-year-old's family. Lawyers for Taylor's family alleged, alleging court documents filed in Jefferson Circuit Court Sunday that a police squad, get this, named P- Place-Based Investigations, 
It's place-based investigation. Dude, that is... This is... Whoa. Dog. This broke me. Dog. Place, this broke me. Place-based investigations. It's like... It has like a non-profit it's sound almost, to it. It's, it's totally, almost like... This is, this is the most liberal... I mean, gentrifiers are liberals, dude. They think that they're doing good for shit. Well, I mean, that's, that's, that becomes abundantly clear in this article as they press um, Mayor Greg Fisher about this because it's really fucking crazy, his response. They are, the, the mayor's office is outrageous. They say that these allegations are without foundation or supporting facts. Th- th- look, this is what they say. They are insulting to the neighborhood members of the Vision Russell, Russell Initiative and all the people involved in the years of work being done to revitalize the neighborhoods of West Louisville. The mayor is absolutely committed to that work, as evidenced by the city's work to support $1 billion in capital projects there over the past few years, including a new YMCA, the city's foundational $10 million grant to the Louisville Urban League Sports and Learning Complex, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, new businesses, down payment, home ownership assistance, and, of course, the remaking of the larger Beecher Terrace Initiative. Just um, a steaming pile of gentrification. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean... Um, so here's here's what I want to say. Just stop with your fucking say her name bullshit. If you're also supporting this kind of shit, capital projects, uh, all this kind of stuff, because basically you can put lipstick on a pig, but it's still a fucking pig. Or let's not use pig. Pigs are, are great. <laughs> Why do we call cops pigs? It sucks. All all there's been so much pig slander recently. It sucks. Anyway, whatever. Um, I mean, you remember the most like the people who everyone got behind Edlin. Fucking what's his stupid name? Adam Edlin. Adam Edlin. Yeah, that. And and his running <laughs> mate Jill Holland, who is like captain gentrification in Louisville. He is the captain of gentrification in Louisville. Wow. And I guarantee he's connected to this somehow. Absolutely connected to this. He so, ran and he ran in the primary for governor. Even if, so here's the thing. Here's what I've. And all the non sorry, and all the nonprofits endorsed him. Oh yeah, there there is a, a huge web behind all of this. Can we? Can and I? They, can they I, even can talk I, about I, this. To, I need to stop for one second before we go any further. We need further. a little break. We need to. I am struggling with place-based investigations. Truly. This is th- that is one of the mo- more disturbing terms. It is almost like the NGO left has just merged with the police state, yeah. and they're in cahoots together to carry out projects. Yeah. Oh yeah. And definitely. <laughs> this in connection with Brianna's actual alliance you can imagine truly and think about this in relation to if if so you're telling me the men who busted down Brianna's door in the middle of the night are were a place-based investigation team basically 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 you I'm not saying one thing or the other again because I think we want to kind of tread lightly on this but you can draw a through line to the revitalization movements of whatever of every major city every city to in America the murder brown Taylor. and you cannot fully engage that until you accept that like this is this is this imperils human beings this kind of shit well it's like we were so saying so you can have like the same goddamn brewery that's in every fucking you know what I mean? yeah it's it's not it is not a far stretch of the imagination that that they would increase their aggression against people in neighborhoods where they want to build things so the th- that and that's the thing about this 
is that even if you look at it and you say like, oh, that's a conspiratorial view or something like that, or if you think that that's, <laughs> if you think that that is um, far fetched, you can't dispute the facts that why the reason why she was killed is because narcotics detectives were chasing down another person, and they, they said they named the person in this. But they were chasing down that person, and they went to Breonna Taylor's house instead. And and the reason they were chasing down that person is because he was selling drugs. And as they're trying to, and again, these are these are things you cannot dispute because this is what the police agency does: the place-based investigations. They pursue this kind of stuff. I mean, they see it in here in specific neighborhoods. They say yes, PBI focuses on identifying and disruptive disrupting crime place networks this is their sort of you know like uh, technical PBI. liberalese oh my god they're, 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 the um, fucking but, gentrifiers but, have their own gestapo but the point i'm trying to make here oh yes is god. that the ultimate goal is to cleanse these neighborhoods yeah they have to be cleansed of all illicit activity all basically all and again this is the underlying sort of capital capitalist basis underneath it if it cannot be subsumed into the proper capitalist network then it, it has be to eliminated. be eliminated exactly that's exactly right Jesus. and and so that is what is going on here and this is why if you work for one of these fucking nonprofits, or if you work for greg fisher or any of these people you are going to have to come to terms with the fact that there is a contradiction between this you say, on one say hand, her name di- yes gentrification on one hand and on the other hand Wanting your microbrewery, yeah, my, you know, like trying to get together civic leaders to create jobs in their community and all this. Again, I'm just preaching to the fucking choir. I mean, I don't even know if those people even still listen to this fucking show. Well, this but, is, but it's, you know, what's so crazy about it? This is so much sinister than like. Of course, if you're on the business end of this and you've been, you know, for a long time, much has been said about you know people disproportionately people who have been displaced by gentrification and all this stuff. But this is like ups the ante, right? This is like actual murder <laughs> for gentrification yeah yeah i'll stand some more yeah i don't know man it's really bad i mean that's dark as all fucking shit and it's like it's really crazy i mean the this here i mean like so the jefferson county um land bank authority bought the house um that they thought that that guy was in i believe yeah the per the property on elliot avenue they bought it for one dollar what? Um, the guy. Wait, they bought the house of the guy who they were looking for. Yeah. When they were trying to find <clears throat> Brianna, when yeah. they accidentally killed Brianna. Yeah. So all this is wrapped up. It's really fucking fascinating. You just pill it. It's like a, it's like a true detective season or something. How do you buy a house for a dollar? Um. Well, I mean, if you put a deed up for sale, um, it's the same way. Like I could sell you my truck for a dollar if I wanted to. You know what I'm saying? Like if there's you, all kinds of shifty land swap deals happen all the time. Yeah, right here. Yeah. Uh, oh, fucking yeah. My last landlord, all his <laughs> deals were very shady. The, the, the underlying point, and this goes back to what's related to it about the Jenkins thing, is that the underlying <coughs> issue is property and who owns it. Yeah. And um, <coughs> Which is why we have police. Which is why we have police. That's exactly right. <laughs> um, yeah, that's... But... But circle the square. I mean, the thing is, though, is again, this you peel it and it's fascinating because oh it's God. all a part. It's all a part of this massive web of revitalization in the West End of Louisville, um, and it's all part of this sort of like vision, Russell, 
thing. But I was laughing so goddamn hard because listen to this. Uh, this is what a person with, uh, I guess, a nonprofit called Louisville Ford, uh, Mary Ellen Vetervol, Louisville uh, Ford uh. chief, said in a statement, "The work along Elliott Avenue is one." And this is a person that's um, one of these nonprofits who does shills, you know, who just shills for the fucking gentrification effort. You don't need any because advanced degrees to see that this person has some sort of yeah. like this genetic hemophilia <laughs> with a name like that. <laughs> This person works for a nonprofit that probably gets five hundred thousand dollars from like the NEA or some shit yeah. to do creative placemaking. Yeah. And and again, this is what comes out the other end of creative placemaking. I'm yeah. sorry, but that is what happens. That's what happens. Exactly, because that is the ultimate goal. The goal of creative placemaking is saying we have to exterminate. And, and uh, as these contradictions become harder to resolve, what used to be well, we have to push them off to the margins of society. Now it's just we have to exterminate them. We have to get them out of the fucking way. Right. So I get and that. Like, well, I mean, it makes sense what we're talking about earlier with like just like the overall tone and sort of mood, like like moment we're in politically, where it's like becoming more and more accepted to devalue life and do all this kind of stuff. This is like the perfect time for this shit to come on. Hold this to your mouth, bro. Sorry, man, we can't hear you. <laughs> Mumbling ass mask, man. What did you say? I was just saying that like it's the like it makes sense with our current moment. This devaluation of human life that we're seeing like this is like makes sense like this is the perfect time for this <laughs> stuff to come along yeah um <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah dude yeah, man. <laughs> right on <laughs> now you're right i mean i mean because like look listen to this we have partnered with a community organization to understand a community needs and wants and the public land bank has been acquiring properties through check this out public land bank the public land bank again <clears throat> this is one of these like there's a web, so you probably get the mayor's office. I, I'm sure what we need to do is probably interview somebody from Louisville, um, who, because again, there's people that live there who know all about it. Like we live here, and know all about our fucking bullshit. But there's probably some larger web, just like here, where there's like the mayor's office, and then there's nonprofits who do the creative placemaking bullshit work on the on the end of it, and kind of like serve as the mediation the liaison between the city government and the developers the yeah. property developers you know who it probably is <clears throat> those motherfuckers that i saw in breath county that time remember you, probably i mean uh, that's a little larger web might be one of the web brothers and the thing is the yeah, surviving one and the thing is is that it, what's really interesting to me is that this is the example of how their commitment to um I mean, there's a lot, and I, I try to get at that in that popular essay I wrote, but we've talked about it a lot, too. Like, I try to, I want to just, like, ruminate on this contradiction that, like, they can know, I mean, like, the things that they say they believe in, equality and fairness and all this, like, ultimately will end up in some sort of, like, bloody... Dude, I have heard with mine own ears. Mine own ears. <laughs> uh... A uh, non-profit <coughs> CEO, what, what do we call them, uh, executive directors, say the words, equity is really hot right now. <laughs> <laughs> These people, do, they do, they have no... Well, they, it's an industry. It is truly like, devalue we, we make jokes. Yeah, you're right. We make jokes about, like, uh, you know, the NGO minds, the non-profit minds, but really... There is such a thing. Truly industrial. No, there is. You're right. There's a, just yeah, like there is an industry. Yeah, and they're turning out completely mentally ill people who work, who used, like, who work there and used to work there. It's just like they're like a meal of. Yeah. 
Just well, it's just like pain. An, just ugh. yeah, it's just like there's an industry of the white fragility thing. You yeah. know what I mean? Like right. there are people that are brought in that kind of enforce this very specific kind of I don't know inner organizational culture and all this other stuff. Um, but anyways, I wanted to read this though. You know how they're acquiring those properties, the public land bank? They say it right here through foreclosures. <laughs> <laughs> so like here hold on a second hold on a second so like when we see like this homelessness crisis that's getting ready to go down yeah um, it's already like going these down. people are going to be eating big time through foreclosures oh, donation yeah. and some sales look i mean I, th- this is incredible and and it goes again to what you the story you told earlier tanya but it's all tied together and there is that article that was in the Washington Post this week about the sort of like coming wave of evictions. I mean, you have to ask yourself, do you really think this is society can sustain itself on three or six or even nine more months of just uh, people turned out of their homes, um, cut off from supplies? I mean, like this is, uh, it's, I don't know. I don't want to paint too apocalyptic of a vision, but, um, it's uh, failed. Uh, Liberal- uh, that should be. Th- if you're looking for a narrative here, liberalism has failed. It's failed, <laughs> and and it's done so catastrophically. Yes. I mean, like, because things Man. are. Are you fucking serious? What's happening? No, dog. That's a moth. That's not a bat. That cannot be a bat. <gasps> it's just a oh, really that's a big huge moth. moth. Holy <laughs> fuck! What, oh. Are you sure it's not a bat? I was so fucking <gasps> excited. Oh my god! You thought you were about to pick up a bat? Would you have touched it? That's a bat. I wouldn't have touched it, no. That's a bat? No, it's a moth. I felt it because it's dusty. Moths always have dust. I don't know. Y'all fucking <laughs> bat experts. Goddamn. It was a moth. It was a big-ass moth. Fuck. What yeah. are we talking about? Bears and moths and bats and shit. Um, impending dooms usually the topic impending <coughs> doom yeah i guess we were interrupted by the moth mm. that's good that's good on that moth we probably didn't need to go too far down that thread yeah <laughs> moth man that was the moth pull, pull pull to, okay. thanks man pulled us back thanks no moth. thanks thanks yeah well anyways we were visited by the moth man liberalism has <laughs> failed though that's there you go uh, there, uh, that's a failed state, failed experiment. That doesn't have to be a bad thing. I mean, it's a, it's very bad right now because we're going through the convulsions. <clears throat> but bad and getting worse sounds like. God damn. Yeah. Damn. I mean, is there is there any? I mean, I guess not. You've said it. There's no. I mean, we don't even have any type of narrative about what's. A happening that makes any sense from anyone with any power but are the liberals even offering up any solutions for this like wave of homelessness we're staring down i haven't seen anything are they tom <laughs> don't ask me i'm not the liberal <laughs> whisper anymore <I'm laughs> the liberal whisper we're just we've fully cut off life i mean i've stopped paying attention to it because it's not well what's wild is like i've i saw the first bit of legislation this week like a legislative proposal being pushed by you know movement and I, it just seems so bleak it's like this is what we're, we're just gonna keep fuck we're, we're our strategy is to lobby the senate <laughs> it don't matter how radical this paper is we're that's what we're doing we're lobbying the senate now again that's we're back at square fucking zero yeah 
Uh, it just feels so like. Well, it can make you feel insane because like when you come up against those realities, it's just like, uh, what can I even fucking do? And the only thing you can do is just like talk to people you love, I guess. <laughs> there was even a speaker piece today that was like i've heard of many a crazy shit in my day but are you serious you people want to defund the cops sure that'd be great for the few rednecks running la, 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 who knows but he's a, it literally was like i've heard a crazy bunch of shit in my day but i've never heard nothing crazier than defunding the cops <laughs> but wait till we get to boss private property yeah <laughs> well but it is a I mean, for the vet, again. And abolish the fucking Senate. Nah, for the uninitiated, it is. Uh, for, yeah, yeah, for the vast majority of society who internalized <laughs> it, all these things have to exist. Then, oh, I mean, God. Um, <laughs> we'll get Tom to read that for everybody on Sunday when we have the paper in front of us. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, uh, so the larger. Anyways, yeah, so. Anything else to say about any of that? I hope I didn't disturb my neighbors with us podcasting so loud. Oh, yeah. I forgot that I've been, we're outside and I have neighbors. And we're talking crazy. <laughs> we're talking fucking loud and we're crazy. We're talking crazy. Fucking loud and crazy. Loud man. as fuck right now. Maybe that's why people shot off fireworks to shut us the fuck up. Shit. I bet everybody could fucking hear I know. Well, Everything sound really said. travels on a mountainside and. Oh, shit. Like. <laughs> My, I can hear everything my neighbors say on their porch, dude. And they're way further away than this cat. And me and Michelle talk crazy shit on our back porch all the time. And then I'm like, fuck. They probably heard all that. Dog. I'm very self-conscious now. Wow. I'm sure it's fine. We ain't been talking that crazy. We ain't talk about, like, Epstein or nothing. <laughs> but we could have. But we could have. Let's put Bo on. I got hit the road. Yeah, I think it could have been worse. Shit. All right. Well. Thanks for uh, coming with the front porch. He lives up there listening to us. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Shit. I'm so paranoid, man. <laughs> Why? Who oh. cares? Um, oh, that you're going to get evicted? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, my landlord's. Um, I I went into their house one day and they had a book of linen and on linen in there. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's interesting. No, I'm just going <laughs> to. Well, I was I mean, I did, but I, I did. I was about to say, like, they already know you're a kook. They wouldn't let you hop on their Wi-Fi. No, that's they true. said it, they literally told you it was a security breach. Yeah. They're not wrong. I don't blame them. I really don't. <laughs> I don't either. <laughs> um, but they should f- help you figure out how to get Wi-Fi. Yeah, I agree. Fuck them. Well, anyways, you're right. Let's put a bow on this one. Um, Tom, thanks for driving down to this. Yeah, thanks for visiting this the, uh, the place of your homeland. Wish yeah. we could have saw your mouth, but whatever. You don't need to see my mouth. You got a pretty one. <laughs> I got a pretty one. <laughs> yeah, thanks for driving down. Thanks for listening. Um, and you're welcome for this in-person episode. This is very special. In-person front porch. A free one, too. I, f- I feel like when, you know, like when you're a teenager and you're high and you're talking on your back porch, oh, you don't know how loud. Yeah, I'm stoned and so I'm like. We, Y'all are definitely more paranoid than you should be. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not paranoid at all. <laughs> Oh, I am. I feel fine about it. I'm you always, live here, though. I'm always paranoid. <clears throat> anyways, anyways, if you like the show and want to support us, go to <laughs> patreon.com slash Party, where you can sign up for a f- episode. of fun and prizes. Of, yeah, a episode every Sunday. 
for five dollars a month. Think about how mo- not much money that is. That's not much money at all, really. That's like a but dollar a and some odd change per episode, man. Uh, yeah, nothing I mean, really when you think about it. When I was in community college and they used to teach us in finance class about um, financial literacy, they'd say, "Look, you spend like two dollars and fifty cents a day on a cup of coffee. What if you just didn't do that?" And you know, and I was like, "Well, I don't know if coffee cups really." are that expensive but i see your point and the larger point here is that if you just <laughs> didn't buy a cup of coffee like three or four days a week which you shouldn't be you should be at home i mean you shouldn't be doing that either yeah can't be doing that tom driving all the way down here <coughs> no, was incredible this is a good job tom yeah but anyways <laughs> go to the patreon and uh, Something about coffee. Put money in there. Patreon.com slash Triple Workers Party. Tom, thanks so much for being down here. Yeah. Good to see you, boys. We'll see you next time on the computer screen, eh? Bye. All right. See you later. <laughs>